So we're switching things up a little bit today. So kids, you can go out to Kidsmin right now if you're going out to Kidsmin. Um, whoever's uh, here. I think some of them already gone. Kevin's waving his hand. He's the big kid that goes to kids. <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. My name's Leanne, and I am happy to be here with you. Yes. And I say that for two reasons. One is it's true. I am really happy to be here with you. And the second is I want you to hold on to that phrase as we go through this morning, okay? I want you to just Lock that little one away about being happy to be with people as we go. So as I said, we're doing worship at the end of today, so we're going to launch straight into our content for this morning. For those of you that might not be familiar, we do two Sundays where we have message from um, teaching, and then we have a message reflection week, which we had last Sunday, where someone reflects on that and we discuss. And then now we have a relational skills week that is where we're looking at all the things that we can do to love God and love others in our relationships. So this morning, we are going to do that first with some discussion and then end in worship. So I was thinking about this whole relational skills thing, and rather than just launching straight into the very first week, um, I'm going to give you a, a little intro as to why we think it's important that we do that this, um, as one of our Sundays. So to get us ready, seeing that we're not singing or anything to start, I'm going to ask you just to sit. These guys are going to share their gift with us of playing. And I just want you to take the first minute this morning to just sit and breathe. Not hard, right? You guys can do that. Just sit and breathe. Take some nice deep breaths and just be present here together. breath going in and out as you sit and in the quiet. Now maybe just notice what emotions you're feeling as you came in this morning. Try and put a, an emotion word to it. Maybe think about where you're feeling it in your body. tell Jesus what that feeling is, how you've come to meet with him this morning. Be honest. Thank you for this time to be together. 
thank you that you are happy to be with us this morning and that you meet us exactly where we are when we come to meet with you. Thank you for this time to just sit in each other's presence and in your presence and for the opportunity to just be quiet for a little moment. We just pray as we explore some things this morning to do with emotions and feelings and relationships that you will be present in the midst of us. We pray these things in your name. Amen. You guys are so good. Thank you. So I don't know about you, but sitting still for two minutes this week, anyone else have a chance to do that at any other time this week? The K's. Woohoo. Nice. It's it's unusual, right? And it it brings about feelings, emotions, sense senses and thoughts that we're not we're not used to feeling when we're busy and running around. And part of that was hoping to introduce you to this feeling of why we are wanting to do this relational skill work. And as I was studying this week and looking, I came across this word shalom. And I know oops, I need to tap, right? Shalom. Um oh you guys, do you want to go do you want to put your stuff down? Sorry. Yeah, and I was like, shalom, it's a word we hear all the time. It means what? Peace, right? We say that, but do we really... I, I was like, I don't know that I really know what this means. So I went looking and I found um, this video that we're going to watch just for a couple of minutes that helps put a context around why we are doing this relational work and it comes back to this sense of shalom. So I'm going to push play on that and then we'll come back.
So I don't know about you, but that kind of blew my mind, this whole sense of this complete peace that because we carry it with us, we get to share it in our relationships. These three words, I sat on these three words a lot this week. Just A, in context of my relationship with God, trying to imagine what that really, really would feel like if I could sit and feel a sense of wholeness, completeness, and safety. And then to take those three words and think about that with our relationships, it's very hard to see that. I just spent three days with my 21-year-old daughter, not so, like, complete all the time, you know, like, not <laughs> not like the, the sort of, you know, Disney movie thing where she's so happy to see me <laughs> come all the way to Ohio for the whole three days. But, um, you know, and safety, it's, it's a thing that we yearn for and desire in our relationships, but it doesn't just happen, right? Because we live in a world that's busy and, and stressed and all the things. So um, if nothing else, when you go out this week, you th let those three words um, roll around in you. But the thought of, of being able to take into our relationships a, a peace that allows things to not be broken and not to have anything missing. When she said that, I was like, yes, that's the kind of relationships I want to have in my life. And that is why we are encouraging to you guys to enter into these relational skill weeks because it doesn't just happen, all right? Why we do it? Because we need to learn how to do it. We need to practice how to do it. And then we need to use um, our motivation of loving others to help us pursue it. And when it gets hard and when things aren't going exactly how we want them to go, to persevere. So this morning, we're starting with... Um, it's like in a lot of the material, it's called skill zero, if that's even possible. There's no, it's before skill one. It's like foundational. And it's really more a concept than it is a skill, but it is a foundational, like I said to us, understanding how we go out and bring this shalom to the people we live with. And it's relational circuits. So what is a relational circuit, you ask? <laughs> Thanks, Gail. <laughs> God created us with circuits in our brain that when they are working, keep us relationally connected with each other and with God, even in stressful situations. Our relational circuits dim or turn off when a situation exceeds our ability to stay relationally connected. So it's basically how we are wired, right? We have times when we are wired to want to be with people and we have times when the wiring disconnects and we don't want to be with people. <laughs> and I, it's hard to um, give you examples of this without minimizing it because some things are so trivial that can switch us off, our relation circuits off. And then some things are really important and serious and it comes from history with a person or, you know, um, just terrible circumstances or experiences. So I don't want to, like, minimize it, but I, the first thing that came to my mind um, when I was thinking of relational circuits is when I'm packing the dishwasher and a certain person in my house comes really close and starts rearranging the dishes or packing over me. I see a nod, I see a nod. Packing over me. Now, this person's relational circuit is on, right? They're coming to help. They're coming to be alongside. My relational circuit is like, get away from me. <laughs> I can do, and I start saying things like, do you think I can't do this? This is my internal conversation. And the complete opposite is achieved from what the intention of the other person was. Um, another thing last night, I was on a plane coming home and 
not even talking to anyone, but when someone sniffs for an hour in the chair behind you <laughs> and you're tired, like my relational circuits just went so off in that moment. Um, things just happen in life, right, that switch it off. So I, I'm sure right now you're thinking of things in your life or it can be different maybe for different people that switch us off into that off position as they come into your sphere, but it's a reality, right? We all experience that. So here are eight signs, and this is going to be our first discussion question. So have that in mind uh, as we head through this. Here's eight signs, and it's on your sheet in front of you if it's easier to read that. Um, eight signs that our relational circuits are off or dimmed. Some of you may have a switch that's very clear, on, off. Some of us might have, you know, like the dial switch where the lights like dim <laughs> and then they come brighter. It might just be more a dimming than, a, than an off. I just want to make the problem, the person, or the feeling go away. I don't want to listen to what others feel or say. My mind is locked onto something upsetting. I don't want to be connected to someone I usually like. I, don't want to, I, I just want to get away or fight or freeze. I more aggressively interrogate, blame, and fix others. My cravings become big or I cannot feel appreciation. Now, we probably all experience multiple of these in certain ways. What I want you to just share when you, we turn now into our small groups is like what one of those, as I was reading them, jumped out as like, oh yeah, uh, I did that, I do that. Um, you don't have to share why or who or any of that, just did something jump out to you as your relational circuit off sign? more than the others. Okay, so turn where you are in like four. We're going to just have this discussion and then I'm going to call you back. If you're online, Tom is there. If you want to put in the chat box uh, what your sign is. Ready? Yep. And hey, make, guys, make sure if you don't know everybody, introduce yourself. Say oh, hello. Yeah. Say hello. <laughs> All right, one, two, three, go. Turn your chairs just into a little group of maybe four people. Okay, how are we going? Are we nearly around the circle? All right. I hear a lot of like watching TV. I hear a lot of going to have a glass of wine or something or just getting out of there. Like the getting out of there one seems to be a big, <laughs> a big thing. So here, just so you have a, a more full understanding of what this is as we're in off mode, this, no matter which of those signs alerted you to it, this is usually where we find ourselves in off mode. We amplify the distress. So whatever set us off in our minds, we make it bigger than it is. Then we focus on the distress. So we look at what makes us upset and we get stuck there, right? Just looking at it. We ruminate on the distress. So we think about it, we make it bigger, and then we worry about it, and that's where we find ourselves, right? Stuck in that place. On, on your sheet, it might be easier to read on the sheet, but you have this table of when relational circuits are off, here are the things that happen. We just talked about how they stay big and unmanageable. We sometimes shift into problem-solving mode, so where we're off by ourselves solving the problem away from the person, <laughs> and usually it's in a non-relational way, so therefore it's really not uh, 
getting the results that we want. And, I will, and you start viewing the other person as the problem as opposed to the actual thing that's going on where, and then turn them into an enemy, basically, where we attack, avoid, or try to make them change, right? Because they're the problem <laughs> in that moment. So, but when our relational circuits are on, we can calm ourselves, we can remember what's important, we can shift my attention to what really matters, we can feel and share and quiet our negative emotions, and we can remember and feel that relationship is more important than the problem. But how, you ask? <laughs> yeah, how, right? Like, that seems like, the, don't those two lists seem like really extreme? Like, you're either here or there, you go, what? <laughs> how do I go from there to there? And that's, that's the thing that we're going to just focus on very quickly today, and it's something that we're going to build out as we go through this relational skills, because it involves things like gratitude and joy, and then we're going to talk about each of those things in more depth as we go along. But the saying or the title that we can put to this is, how do we return to joy? How do we turn our relational circuits back on when we're over here in this left-hand column? And one of the things you can do, we did this morning, is just quiet yourself, sit still, and feel what you're feeling and be present with Jesus, be present with your feelings and have a moment to let those negative emotions settle rather than get amplified. Another thing which we're going to do in a moment is grat a gratitude um, or feel some gratitude or appreciation and do any version of an exercise. We've done quite a few of them as we've done spiritual practices and we're going to do another one today on how we can enter into something that is we're thankful for, that is positive, that brings us in connection with God in that moment rather than with this distress that we're feeling. With kids, it could be helping them to move to joy. And this works with adults too, is sometimes humour or physical touch might be involved if you're helping someone else move out of that moment of their relational circuits being off. So if you know that like, if someone would come and give you a hug, it would actually help then that's something you can start to identify in yourself and let the people around you. If that would be the last thing that you want, then obviously that's not going to help you return to joy, right? <laughs> Someone might get punched. <laughs> but it works differently for different people, right? Our, our way of returning to joy, um, you know, is, can, can be different for, for each of us. Some of us, it might be really actually getting away and going out into nature and then coming back to the situation. So the fleeing, if it's done in a positive way or turned in a way that can return us to joy, then we can use that. It's help, it help us get there. So the chart that we're going to discuss now is there on your sheet. And this will seem overwhelming because there's a lot of stuff in here that we may uh, we will be unpacking as we go further along. But this was more just to give you an an idea of the two sides, okay? So here we are over here in our relational circuits off. On the right-hand side is where we all are hoping to get to. So you might read something like the fourth one down. I am actively working on my return to joy skills so that I can return to joy in under two minutes from any negative emotion. And you're like, what? Because we, we only just talked about this this morning. So that would be the 10 on that scale, right? We might not be there just yet. But what I thought would be interesting is just to read down the left and the right, and where would you fall right today? Now that you've just learnt this concept, you've learnt that your relational circuits go off and that what we're aiming to do in relationship with each other in order to have peace is to return to joy. Where on that scale would you fall today for any one of these five? You don't have to discuss all five, but like you could maybe average out your numbers as you've 
spread down and say, oh, I'm about a four right now or a six or whatever and discuss. Is that clear as mud? Yes. <laughs> so have a read through them. It'll take a minute just to read through um, each one. And just talk as a group. Do you fall more on the left-hand side or the right-hand side today as far as being able to take yourself from your relational circuit being down to being returning to joy? And same thing, online people. Have a read through and let Tom know. Right. <laughs> oh, you threw the unhealthy in there. So it basically, in this context for today, and like I said, we're going to build out what our definition of joy is. But for today, it would be switching that switch back on to where you could enter into relationship with someone, either the person that where the problem arose or people around you, um, basically being able to quiet the negative emotions and move into a place. Yes, go Tom's got his hand up. So, as we've been talking about over the course of time, right, the idea of joy is a relational thing, and it's the idea that somebody, especially Jesus, is glad to be with yes. us, yeah. but that also that we would have at least one other person who we know, regardless of whether we're good, bad, or indifferent, we're ugly crying, or we got it all going on, somebody, there's somebody else that would be glad to be with us. And that's why we talk about joy being like that super emotion, right? That's how it can, it can happen at the same time as anger or right. frustration or sadness. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. Right. So, the, and so, so remember I said at the top, remember that saying, I'm happy to be with you. Thank you. That just brought that full circle back around. That was, this is that moment where you're like, I am happy to be with you and I know you're happy to be with me. And you don't have to be happy, right, <laughs> at that moment. It's just being able to sit together and not lose relational context, uh, contact in that moment. And obviously, if it is, let's take anger for example. Even if you start angry, by keeping your relational circuit open, you can move out of that anger with that person or that situation. I was just looking for, um, I think it was on the other one, where it's like where the relationship is bigger than the problem. That's where we want to get to, that, that you don't get stuck at the problem. All right, give, share with your group kind of an average of where you would fall today if your relational circuit got switched off. Yeah, if you found yourself in an off switch. You can also think about this in context of your relationship with God. If you have a break in your circuit with God, and you're sitting in some a negative space. How how likely are you, or how what do you do, or do you and do anything to move out of that space with him? Remember, he's happy to be with you too. Okay, how are we doing there, everyone? <coughs> All right, we're going to wrap this, that part up because now we're going to practice something, okay? Remember I said that how do we, how do we get better with this, how, shalom, bringing shalom and peace to our relationship with God and also others. We learn a skill and then we practice it and we return to the motivation of wanting to be 
Jesus-y, we use the, our crossroads term, as we leave this door. Some of us have lived in uh, relational circuit off mode for a lot of our lives, right? And we might be like, I'm quite happy there. Thank you very much. I don't need this skill. <laughs> but <laughs> it's impossible to experience wholeness and completeness and safety in our relationship with God and with others if we stay off, right? We have to, we, it is imperative. That's why it's called skill zero. It's like basic foundational to any other skill we're going to practice is actually to be wanting to be in relationship with people and to find our people that are happy to be with us um, when maybe we're not our best selves. So a starting point for um, fixing our relational circuits back on or turning the dim switch back up is gratitude. All right, and we're going to do on the back, if you flip to the back, there's an exercise that that's why you need your pen because we're going to finish with this uh, before the guys come up for worship. And it's just a simple exercise. We have done it before here. Um, this is just a different way of looking at it because it's written down and we're asking you to actually fill in, fill in the blanks. But this is something that you can do anytime when you feel your relationship, your relational circuit switching off. You can take, it takes literally a couple of minutes, you can sit and do this. And that is to ask, number one, all right, is my relational circuit off? And identify that you're in that place. And then find something to be grateful for, all right? And to tell Jesus what that is. So regardless of what is going on at the moment, turn your circuitry in your brain to finding something that you are grateful for. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to do that. And then here's the second part, which we may not have done so much when we've done this uh, here in services, is just to take a minute to listen to what Jesus says back to you at that moment. Um, and this might be new to you. It might be something that you've never really thought about doing, but we're going to give you a minute to do it is to just sit and after you've told him what you're grateful for, listen to his response. And here is some things that I want you to remember about God and what he may say back to you, okay? I can see you. I can hear you. I can understand how hard this is for you. I am glad to be with you. And I can do something about what you're going through. I would take that list this week and stick it somewhere where you can see that because as we talk to Jesus, as we tell him how we're feeling and then find moments where we can appreciate or find something we're grateful for, he wants to talk back. He wants to respond. He wants to enter into that moment of relational circuit offness. <laughs> and this is what he wants to say to you. He wants to say, I can see you. I can hear you. I can understand how hard it is for you. I am glad to be with you and I can do something about what you are going through. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes now just to fill in the top and the bottom line section there. Just think of something right now that you're grateful for and then listen to what Jesus might say back to you as you sit with him. <laughs> 